Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! You gotta admit it. Nothing stops Donald Trump. Nothing gets in his way. Arraigned on 37 federal charges in Florida yesterday morning, then last night, talking trash to the people that did it at a fundraiser. Just another day in the life (laughs) of Teflon Don. Can you imagine looking at your phone? All right, now in the morning, I'm going to get arraigned on 37 federal charges. We're going to stop and grab lunch at a cafe, jump on the bird, and we're going to do a fundraiser and talk some trash in Jersey that night. Like, that's a wild day. But Donald Trump seemingly does this all the time. And, I mean, if you watched that thing last night, it was one of the better speeches I've seen. He had a little bit more juice last night than the first one when he was arraigned in New York. Right. Then he flew down to yeah. Mar-a-Lago, and he was kind of subdued at that He was one. a little morose, yeah. Uh, but last night in New Jersey, raising money literally just hours after being in a Miami courtroom, here is the former president. Today we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of our country. Very sad thing to watch. A corrupt sitting president had his top political opponent arrested on fake and fabricated charges of which he and numerous other presidents would be guilty right in the middle of a presidential election in which he is losing very badly. This is called election interference and yet another attempt to rig and steal a presidential election. More importantly, it's a political persecution like something straight out of a fascist or communist nation. This day will go down in infamy and Joe Biden will forever be remembered as not only the most corrupt president in the history of our country, but perhaps even more importantly, the president who together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits and Marxists tried to destroy American democracy. Yeah, it's unprecedented. It's never happened before in the history of our country. It's happened in other countries, third world asshole countries. This is like straight-up Venezuela-type crap. And again, what we talk about a lot here, and what I want to make perfectly clear, is if you think you got stuff on Donald Trump and you want to indict him, okay, just be fair and indict the other side if you think you got something. Because it doesn't feel like that's happening right now. Here's a little bit more from Donald Trump. I will appoint a real special prosecutor to go after the most corrupt president in the history of the United States of America, Joe Biden, and the entire Biden crime family. Name a special prosecutor. And all others involved with the destruction of our elections, our borders, and our country itself. They're destroying our country. And when I'm reelected and we will get reelected, we have no choice. We're not going to have a country anymore. I will totally obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state. Was that a lock him up chant that I heard there? For Joe Biden, yeah. Which is kind of an odd flex when the dude on stage is just hours removed from a federal courthouse. Why didn't he? He should have done the same thing with Hillary after 2016 when he got elected. He just let her skate on that whole email thing, and now she's throwing it in his face. Right. 
She's laughing she's at She's bragging him. about the, her email scandal. Oh, what about the emails on the hats that she sells? Here's one more clip from last night. Donald Trump talking about all of the phony BS that's been shoved in his face over the last couple of years. From the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax to the no collusion Mueller witch hunt, the 51 lying intelligence officers, how about them? They said it's Russia disinformation, and they knew it wasn't, which made about, according to some of the great pollsters that are right here, made from anywhere from a 10 to 17 point difference. The fake dossier paid for by the Democrats. How about the fake dossier? Remember that one? You think that was easy to go home and say, hello, darling, how are you? When they read about that spying on my campaign, we caught them spying on my campaign, the FBI, Twitter files and so much more. It's all been a battle of disinformation, one thing after the other and all to protect the radical left misfits. It's also no coincidence that these charges against me came down the very same day. Evidence revealed Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. Yeah, imagine that. What a coincidence. A little misdirection taking place, possibly. Now, the reason we played you those clips from Donald Trump last night was perhaps you're an MSNBC viewer. Oh. You didn't get to see any of that, but you did get a good old-fashioned lecture from Rachel Maddow. We knew heading into this that he was planning to make these remarks. We are prepared for his pre-fundraiser remarks tonight to again be essentially a Trump campaign speech. Because of that, we do not intend to carry these remarks live. Um, as we have said before in these circumstances, there is a cost to us as a news organization to knowingly broadcast untrue things. <laughs> what is she talking about? Untrue? How do you... How do you how does she know what Trump is going to say? Can I decide for myself what's true and what's not true when the president of the United States or previously president of the United States is speaking? Rachel Maddow. Imagine being Rachel Maddow and wagging your finger at America saying, well, there's a cost to us as a news agency to broadcast untrue things. Yeah. This brings us to great moments in MSNBC broadcasting untrue things history. Let's talk about Rachel Maddow and the vaccines. <laughs> now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. <laughs> oh, no. There Could is, that be untrue information from Rachel Maddow? There's a cost to us as a news organization knowingly broadcasting untrue things. How about when all of the riots were taking place? Uh, it is not, uh, it is not generally speaking, unruly. That ain't a riot, what we're seeing right now in Minneapolis. <laughs> but again, MSNBC yeah, will tell you they would never broadcast untrue <laughs> things. And then they bashed Nicholas Sandman repeatedly, the Covington Catholic high school kid who took a trip to D.C. and the network bashed him so much that on December 18th, 2021, the Sandman, Inter Sandman, reached a settlement with NBC and MSNBC over the controversy, and then he went to the convention and spoke about it. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> My name is Nick Sandman, and I'm the teenager who was defamed by the media after an encounter with a group of protesters on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial last year. I learned what was happening to me had a name. It was called being canceled. Canceled is what's happening to people around this country who refuse to be silenced by the far left. Many are being fired, 
humiliated or even threatened. And often, the media is a willing participant. But I would not be canceled. I fought back hard to expose the media for what they did to me, and I won a personal victory. And together, I believe we must all embrace our First Amendment rights and not hide in fear of the media or from the tech companies or from the outrage mob either. Thank you all for listening to me tonight. And one more thing, let's make America great again. Great moments <laughs> in MSNBC broadcasting untrue things history. You, I'd never heard that thing from Sandman before. Did you add the Metallica or was that already in there? I may have added the Inter Sandman. <laughs> I may have had something to do with that. By the way, just a side note, uh, how much do you think Donald Trump hauled in last night? Just with this one fundraiser. The last time it was around, what, eight, nine million? Well, that was like total, like, I don't think that was necessarily a fundraiser. That's just how much his campaign brought in. He, at, the, at this, what this was, was a fundraiser. His first major fundraiser of the campaign, actually, $2 million. Okay. I kind of thought it'd be a little more than that. Yeah, but this was just at this specific fundraiser. This okay. wasn't like Joe Schmo contributing, you know, $20 here, somebody, you know, sending in $50 there. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, after the the one in uh, the, the Manhattan uh, indictment, 48 hours, he raised like, eight million dollars but that was just through the website and people donating so while rachel maddow was giving you a lecture about journalistic practices on msnbc over on cnn jake tapper was telling the cnn control room to stop running footage of donald trump visiting that miami cafe before he jumped on the bird and went yeah. to new jersey yeah they started singing happy birthday to him or something right right and people were responding positively positively to Donald Trump, and well, Jake Tapper can't have that. Serious national security laws, uh, and then obstructing and refusing to cooperate with the FBI. Yeah, uh, whatever this spectacle is that's unfolding before us, let's remember what this case is about. Let's remember what this indictment charges. Again, Donald Trump is charged with a series of federal felonies for mishandling the most sensitive government documents that we have, and for obstruction of justice, along with Walt Nauta who is charged with intentionally setting up lies to the grand jury, to the FBI. Any way you look at this, and again, despite whatever may be going on in that restaurant, this case isn't going to be settled legally in a cafe. It's going to be settled in the court based on the facts and law. The folks in the control room, I don't need to see any more of that. He, this, he's, trying to turn this, he's trying to turn it into a spectacle, into a campaign ad. That's enough of that. We've seen it already. Kid Rock, your thoughts on Jake Tapper right there? <laughs> you crying, boy? You crying, boy? Maybe we'll go back down to McDonald's and get you a hamburger and some french fries. <laughs> he hated to see Trump being praised. He hated to see all those people loving Donald Trump. And by the way, I don't know who that other guest was with Tapper, but it's, it's like he's already been convicted. <laughs> They're talking as if there's already been a trial and a conviction. And by the it's, way, Jake, your ratings aren't good enough to where you can boss around the control room. Yeah. Like, your numbers are awful. They're probably saying the same thing to you. We've seen enough of Jake Tapper. Don't show him anymore. <laughs> so, to wrap all this up here, Nige, we've been talking a lot about Donald Trump. Guess what today is? 77th birthday of Donald Trump. Yeah. So, I think it's time for the annual playing of his rant against Rosie O'Donnell. Well, Rosie O'Donnell's disgusting. I mean, both inside and out. You take a look at her, she's a slob. She talks like a, like a truck driver. 
we're all a little chubby, but Rosie's just worse than most of us. <laughs> if I were running The View, I'd fire Rosie. I mean, I'd look her right in that fat, ugly face of hers and say, Rosie, you're fired. <laughs> Rosie is a very unattractive person. I'd like to take some money out of her fat ass pockets. I like to see bad people fail. Rosie failed. I'm happy about it. Rosie O'Donnell's disgusting. Rosie's a person that's very lucky to have her girlfriend. And she better be careful or I'll send one of my friends over to pick up her girlfriend. Why would she stay with Rosie if she had another choice? 77th birthday. Happy birthday. To Donald Trump. <laughs> Matt Bear has a look at the roads.